0: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode 563 for the week of November 14th, 2020. I'm your host Chris Priveteer bringing you this week's cat TikToks. That's right, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I
0: leave and go watch cat TikTok? Yeah, everybody go watch cats on TikTok. So my favorite kitty on TikTok is um <laughs> the the uh what's his name Striker? He's um he's like an ocelot. <laughs> uh, there,
1: there's a black cat named Una that I'm particularly fond of.
0: No, he's not an ocelot. He's a different one. But yeah. He's like a, an actual wild cat. There's a uh, Una, you like Una? Okay. And then there's there, one guy has Uno. a puma. Oh, Uno the single-eared cat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's cute.
0: There's a TikTok of a dude who has a puma. And, like, it's insane because how big this cat is, but it acts like a house cat. And it's, it's, it's really teaching me, like, it's giving me the wrong impression, like, I could have this in my life because I know... This is a very rare cat that one should not expect to be the norm, and who knows what the risk is? Maybe one day this cat will snap at his owner and take his head off. But
1: (laughs) Um, it looks like a most playful. Taught us anything is that having big cats is not a very good idea.
0: It can work, right? It's just don't expect. She said as
1: she was trying to legally find out at one point if she could own a fox in Kansas.
0: Yeah, well, that's look at this puma though, like. Look at this guy. Fox is not a cat. Yeah, Fox is not a cat, and it's much smaller. This thing is bigger than the owner. Like, this guy. And look at him giving belly rubs and, and brushes, and this cat doesn't give a crap. And, like, this is what I want in my life. Look at this guy. Do you see him on the stream? If you're watching the stream at, at TV slash rpgamer, you get the best RPG news and the best cat TikToks every week.
2: Join you get him- some RPG news, but all the cat TikToks.
0: I just want yes. to hear you say it, Kelly. Do you want this kitty? Oh yeah,
1: I would, total, Look I would totally. Look at this kitty in That's my life. there's
0: just cats. He, you know, I mean, when your partner
1: have cats, when, I have a cat.
0: When your partner makes you frustrated, you just go lay down with this guy in bed, and he'll keep you warm because he's so huge. So you know, you don't need the partner anymore.
1: But, uh, but I mean, b- bear in mind that last week I had a kitten less than ten pounds, nearly take my eye out. Well, just because she didn't want to get. Uh, Her nails trimmed.
0: Is so So, the irony is this guy's better behaved
2: than your tiny little cat. (laughs) Oh, burn! Yeah, for the tick. How long are TikToks (laughs) meant to be? Ten seconds, and then that's when the fight starts.
0: Oh, look at this guy, and tell me that this is a cat that's going to attack you. Give me a freaking break! Yeah, look at that.
1: I want to see him try to give this cat medicine.
0: Yeah, look at that. It's just like a really huge house cat. Or try
1: apparently, to trim its nails.
0: Apparently, pumas are pretty close to house cats genetically, or something. But yeah, I know, I know, Kelly. But like here it is with like giving him a bath, and that's going fine.
1: Yeah, but pumas also <laughs> like water. Oh, they like I'm, water. I'm just saying this. Dude, this dude probably has this cat on some pretty epic levels of valium to be this calm in these videos. Cause
0: so you're saying valium's involved? Okay.
1: We we know that cats can be assholes when they want to be especially if they don't want to do something.
0: Uh-oh. He got mud in the house. Did you do that?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. He acts like a normal house cat. That's my favorite part. You're right. We don't know if he's drugging this cat, so I guess that's so, that's a fair complaint.
3: Um hey. You know what?
0: Yeah.
4: I was I was at the uh local zoo here in uh, Albuquerque and um they have in some of the cat cages they have boxes and there was one time my wife was in there and all you saw with was, was um i think it was the chevette i forget which cat it was i think it was the chevette and all you saw was one of its legs sticking out of the
1: box <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that uh, photo i posted of murray on twitter this week with his legs sticking out of his kitty bed But I digress, and don't get me wrong—I love cats more than anything. But I had actually—I had actually went to the big cat rescue in Florida on our honeymoon, and they were like huge advocates of not know, having I big know. cats as pets.
0: It's just like,
1: oh, they're expensive. This I mean, guy
2: is—I mean, my, think of the food. This is my oh, yeah. dream. This guy, uh, Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah. Let me point out once again: I live in her town. Oh, <laughs> she owns you. And everyone no. else? Oh, you said her town, like? Oh, she lives in my. We live in the same town. Okay. That, that, yeah, that's right. The way. Have
1: mm-hmm. um, you ever and, been to Big Cat Rescue?
2: No, I've driven. I've driven past it. I've driven uh, multiple times. Uh, we have more staff. RP Gamer has more staffers in Carol Baskin's hometown than any other city in America, <laughs> or in the world, for that matter.
1: You should go book a tour. It's actually a neat little place.
0: Hey, are we going to talk about video games today? I'm sure the people at home are wondering, and the answer is yes. Joining me today, Kelly Ryan.
1: Uh, Mouthful of cat food.
2: Mouthful of cat cat food. Bread. That's what started this. Pascal Takaya. Um, I could come back on next week to actually talk about video games if you like.
4: (laughs) Robert Albright. (laughs) Somehow they keep me here.
0: (laughs) And Josh Carpenter.
3: Yo yeah. <laughs> Anne
0: Marie's out sick this week, it's, so you're stuck with me and the cat videos. But uh
2: Yeah. It's because you have a cat. You're here because everybody's here because you still have a cat. <laughs> I have a cat. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I you said six. you weren't sure why you're here. That's why. Hmm.
1: I have six. All all of me except Nami, but that's okay.
2: And How many cat... non-cat owners are on the cast right now? See?
4: Cast. My cat's being epically Blobbing
1: I think all of mine are in Vaughn's office right now They vacated the premise, premises
0: Alright
1: Josh's cat is probably Going and destroying something right now
3: He's quiet At the moment but let's let's, uh, not, let's not Trust
2: that <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst That's when he's plotting something
3: Josh,
0: what have you been playing lately? Let's talk about some video games.
3: Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I, I played a little bit more Cold Steel 4, but um, you know, like not too much else to say about that. You know, That's the problem with Cold Steel is everything is like, like spoilers from one end to the other. Mm. Um, but another game came out this week, and I was off work on Wednesday, so I got to put some time into it. And that's the, the new Yakuza game, Yakuza Like a Dragon. So <clears throat> this time, of course, it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's weird as a longtime fan of the series, I get slightly hurt when people talk about, like, it's an RPG this time. I'm like, well, it was always an RPG. It was just an action RPG before. <laughs> now it's gone full turn-based instead. Oh, so, you yeah, know, this, so this one, instead of um, instead of being Cosma Curyu, like, Cosma's gone, they've gone to a completely new character. They're kind of like, that's p- part of the whole idea. They're kind of like starting fresh. Although it's, you know, still in, still set mostly in Tokyo. So the main character is Kazuka Ichiban. So he's a lowly foot soldier in one of the uh, families in the Tojo clan. And, and you know, he's had a rough upbringing, but, you know, he uh, is dedicatedly loyal to the Arakawa family this small family in the Tojo clan because when he was a, a like a punk kid on the streets of he, um uh, he kind of like he was caught by he uh, accidentally uh, mugged a Yakuza and this Yakuza family, you know, was like beating him up and was going to kill him. And he just kind of name dropped this the name of this one Yakuza that he happened to know of. He didn't know. He just kind of knew the name Arakawa and he dropped the name and Arakawa just like shows up, takes a look at him and is like okay, and just chops off his finger to, like, cover up, you know, for uh, the... (laughs) for Ichiban uh, mugging this Yakuza, and he's like, why the hell did you do that, man? And he's like, well, we're about honor in the Yakuza, one of those sort of things. So Ichiban ends up joining up with his family and, of course, becomes incredibly dedicated to him. And so, you, you know, you spend the first, like, couple hours kind of, like, it's all setting up the new set of characters. So you spend a little bit of time, like, poking around Kamorotora again it's like i think 2001 or something like that so semi old Kamorotora and, and eventually you get to the point where one of the other members of the family kills another member of the Tojo clan and so it's going to be like a huge incident and the the you know the head of the family Arakawa comes to to Ichiban, and he's like you know like because Ichiban's one of the lowly members of it, and he's like, here, I need you to go to prison for me, basically. I need you to take the rap for this murder, even though you didn't commit it. And Ichiban's just all, you know, excited to be able to basically, you know, pay back the guy who saved his life. So Ichiban goes to prison for 18 years. He comes out. It's basically 2019. It's like modern times. He gets out of prison. He's expecting, you know, to be welcome back. He gets out, and there's just nobody there. <laughs> There's this scene where he just walks out of the prison, he bows, and he's like, oh, I'm so happy to be back. And then, you know, the camera pans up and there's nobody there waiting for him. So, he, you know, of course, he's like, what the hell has happened? And he goes back to Camarotro, uh, and all kinds of crap has gone down. Now, you know, like that's the the long running thing has been in the Yakuza series has kind of been the the overarching pl- plot. uh, uh conflict has always been between the tojo clan who has traditionally controlled kamarotro and kind of the the areas around around tokyo and the omi alliance which is like kansai which is like the different part of japan and they're always like fighting and scheming against one another in all the different games and you know often part of you know end up being part of the conflict so when you get back to kamarotro it's, it's not Tojo clan anymore that's in control. It's the Omi Alliance. and apparently his old uh, you know like super honorable uh, patriarch who was like a father figure to him, sold out the Tojo clan and is now like a big wig in the Omi Alliance. And now the Omi Alliance controls Kamarotro. And so he goes and he like he's gonna confront his father and he like bursts into the middle of this big meeting. And the is the, the like, yeah, I, I figured you might show up, and he just pulls out a gun and shoots Ichiban.
2: <laughs> All of this is probably like the first five minutes in a 70-hour game or something like
3: that. Well, no, it's like, no, they spend a lot. They, they do. They're Maybe spending the first five hours. No, nah, this is like the first two or th- three hours. Like, they're spending quite a bit of time kind of getting you, um, getting you set up into these characters, you know? Like, you really got to, since they're introducing it, new main character like you gotta you gotta understand where he's coming from you gotta understand the relationship between him and, and Arakawa and you know thus it, it makes that it's one of those things like like, like I, I feel safe going ahead and saying this because they've had all this stuff in the like promotional materials but like yeah it has a lot of impact when, when he just pulls out that gun and shoots you because you, you you get a feeling for how close those two characters were and then he just you know like the, the guy just pulls out the gun and shoots you cold man. do you feel like they're
4: s- s- even trying to set it up for like a longer series
3: oh i'm sure well i mean i know ichiban will probably be i assume he's going to be the main character going forward in the series but i, I don't know i'm you know i'm not to the end of the game yet I, i've still got a long way to go we'll see
1: <laughs> so i i'm amused that they have name checked dragon quest in this
3: Oh, they, they, they haven't just name-checked Dragon Quest. It is all over the place. Uh, Ichiban, yeah, his one of the things, like, when he was a little kid, he played Dragon Quest, and he, like, almost kind of, like, bases his moral code around Dragon Quest. He kind of wants to—he thinks of himself as, like, a Dragon Quest hero. And, you know, like, some of the other characters are like, you know, like, why do you let people hit you? He's like, well, it wouldn't be honorable to just kind of go up and start wailing on someone, you know, right off the top. Like, (laughs) that isn't what a Dragon Quest hero would do. They'd only do it if someone attacked them first. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of that stuff in the game. Uh, Dragon Quest and other RPGs kind of get name dropped constantly in the game. So if you're, you know, like, there is a lot of fun for RPG fans to kind of see is that plays long. Every every time a, a new character like enters your party, they play this like 8-bit kind of inspired fanfare, like mm-hmm. an old Dragon Quest game. That's just
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. You think a lot of that is down to the translation, or is that the way it was intended?
3: I think that oh, was it was very it was much intended. the way it was intended. Yeah, it was. It, it was all designed like this from the very beginning. So so after you're shot, you wake up, and uh, you're, you're in a homeless camp in uh, yokohama so that is kind of like when the game starts opening up is when you're like in chapter three or something like that oh wow and you're, yeah yeah so that there, there's a little bit of poking around kamarotro but most of it is in yokohama and yokohama is quite a bit bigger than kamarotro like this, this place is gotta be two or three times the size it is big and you know now it is very much like like, like i said i mean it's turn-based rpg now it's not brawler anymore So it plays out—I mean, it still looks exactly like a Yakuza game. Like, when you get into a battle, you'll—just like—I mean, that was always true in the older Yakuza games. Like, you would see enemies on both your mini-map, and you can just kind of pick them out when they're, you know, thugs wandering around. And when you get close to them, you just go into now a turn-based battle. And it's still, like, sort of— you know, like, that's always been a big thing with Yakuza is, like, the environment plays a big role, and it still does to a certain extent, where, like, if you do an attack while your character is, like, sitting next to a traffic cone or something like that, the character will just pick up the traffic cone and start beating the enemy over the head with it. And, of course, all your characters have... Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
4: Oh, no, I was going to say, well, that that's good, because um, I played a little bit of three, I want to say. Three or four. And I remembered, like, you know... Picking up a guy and slamming him into a light pole. So I'm, I'm glad they still have that. They, they kept. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't work the same way, but since you know, brawlers have different rule sets than, of course, the more traditional RPG. But I'm glad they tried to keep that feel alive, where the environment can play the effect.
3: Oh yeah, it's it still very much feels and looks like a Yakuza game. I mean, it's done in the exact same engine, so it looks just like the Yakuza, the the you know, like Yakuza Six did. And then, like all your characters, um, like I said, Kaz- Kazu, is kind of like a you know, he has what's the best way to put it? Like he has an overactive imagination. Like when it, it, it steals even like a class system from like the dragon quest games. So Kazuka starts like out whimsical. Yes, exactly. So Kazuka is a hero class. And when he's a hero class, he, uh, he like, whenever you get into one of these battles, like all, all of the, uh, enemies transform into these, you know, like kind of overdone characters of stuff. So you're like fighting bad guys, you know, <laughs> The game is just
2: like it, that. That time when South Park went anime.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, in many respects, it is kind of like the like the South Park uh, episodes where they're, you know, like uh, do or, or even like the South Park game. You know, like where they're, they're in their heads are like, oh yeah, we're doing uh, the Avengers or whatever, and we trans. You know, like, like you can see what they are, and then you also know what it actually looks like as well. <laughs> That's so once you're. Oh, it's it's fantastic. So once you're in Yokohama, like, you you know, you're in this homeless camp and then that's when you start meeting up with um, this uh, one guy, Namba, is like an ex-nurse who lost his uh, job, like selling drugs from the hospital. And you. um, (laughs) Oh, there's a all kinds of stuff and then you're of course you're working with this uh detective who's gotten fired and he's going after like the new head of the tokyo pd who's obviously the because the tokyo pd is like tied in obviously with arakawa somehow that's what's kind of how they got rid of the tojo clan so so you have like these overarching uh stories as well as just kind of like the uh smaller stuff that yakuza is known for um you know like uh of course I just ran into, we were talking about that before the cast started, where I had just run into the, uh, and Pascal was trying to remember, he was in, I think it was in at least the uh, Kiwami games, where there are the, uh, the the grown men that are dressed up as babies, they're back in Yakuza 7, as this little side quest.
2: Yeah, there's some kind of, like, they're another Yakuza family, our clan, I think, uh, and the boss has a baby fetish, so he makes all his men participate in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a very interesting uh, clip to run across on Twitter without context.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd probably swear that somebody doctored something up and made it look like it belonged in a Yakuza game, but there's no way it could. Yeah. Um, nope, it is.
1: So I was watching somebody stream this game last night, and I noticed that the, uh, like, battle UI is right out of Persona 5.
3: Yeah, it's very it it has a lot of that sim- similar look to it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, which I, I thought was kind of neat. And um the person I was watching stream last night did I was guess was tracking down somebody who was um public urinating off a bridge.
3: Oh lord, yeah, I did that one the public urinator. <laughs> which, which that little side quest must have Did you, you <laughs> the, did the that writers quest must or? have ex- Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those little side but the writers for that the localizers must have exhausted every single pun possible for urination <laughs> that, that exists in the English language <laughs> I forget what they call them like the golden whizzer or something like that it just on and on and on every we have an interview with the localizer
2: imagined. yes we do that uh, people should yeah. go and check that out as well I'm sure that the public urination probably didn't come up
3: no I we hadn't played it when we asked the questions unfortunately <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should have asked him how how many how much stuff did you have to look up for euphemisms for P? <laughs> it's yeah,
3: like, video game localization, uh, just,
0: the career you never knew you uh, didn't want anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. I'm sure, like, oh, I can't believe that this, Is this was, what, you what know, I'm doing
4: like... today? <laughs> you no, know, I re- I remember reading this story on an on a web comic about this guy uh get a QA test um, video games and uh, he it was a very popular shooter I won't I, I think I know I think I know which shooter it is but he didn't mention it so I won't and they've had him wanting to make sure like impacts of the rocket like affected you know worked appropriately on things in the far distance so he would you know, take out the rocket launcher, fire it, and then he'd have to, like, switch to the sniper rifle and zoom in to make sure it hit this, like, way off, back distant peak that no one would be able to actually get to in the game, you know, legitimately. And he goes on to say, like, even now, sometimes he looks at buildings in the distance and go, I wonder if it'll blow up.
2: In, um, in Yakuza Kiwami 2, if you, um, if you do the Hostess Club, uh, side Story, I guess, or whatever. Follow mm-hmm. the entire storyline. Eventually, you'll do a um, a mission about a, a panty thief, <laughs> and um, and the hostess. I forget her name, and and Kazuma um, tried to set a trap for him by laying out a pair of her panties like in a, on a public bench somewhere, and hiding around the corner to watch. Mm-hmm. And when they finally and when they finally catch him, this guy, you know, he picks up the panties and like just rubs his face in them, <laughs> and, um, and all of its. Um, with dialogue, you know, so somebody had to sit there and translate, like, two minutes worth of, like, panty-sniffing dialogue. Not not counting the voice acting. <laughs> the, yeah. Is, how, how do you, um, how do you go an in, uh, in audition for the, uh, the role of the panty-sniffer? <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you put that on your resume afterwards? <laughs> no, I think,
4: I think in that case, it would just be, you know, it would listed as um, Yakuza Kwami Two, additional voices.
3: Yeah, yeah. So exactly. This guy sounds
2: sufficiently <laughs> desperate.
0: Come see.
3: There's, there's still tons of that kind of goofy, fun stuff in, in, this one too. Oh, oh. The one thing I wanted to mention about the combat, like, I, I think this is pretty well known, but like, in, in, addition to just like the regular turn-based stuff, they were also kind of like tying in some of that like. Super Mario RPG sort of, like, timing. So when you do, like, special attacks, there'll be, like, button presses that you can do where it'll do extra damage if you do the timing right. And you can do uh, button presses when enemies are attacking you so you can kind of do perfect guard and, you know, like, not take hardly any damage. And, I mean, like, I mean, that's the other big difference in this between the older um, Yakuza games games which were more brawlers like this one you really do have to be careful like there's literally a threat meter on the screen all the time that kind of tells you like what the how strong the thugs are like roughly what level they are so if you're if you're like level 10 and you run into some level 35 thugs you're in deep trouble they will absolutely wipe the floor with you (laughs) so you gotta kind of be careful yeah you got you have to keep an eye on the uh you have to keep an eye on the threat meter if you're just kind of wandering around the city because you can just get wrecked if you run into the wrong wrong group of people. But it still has all all the other yakuza silliness. They put it they built an entire Mario Kart game into the game, which is bonkers. <laughs> it's like and it's weird because
0: So instead of being the little cart racing like you did in the old games, now you are actually driving a go kart?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's obvious, like, someone who did this, like, thinks that Mario Kart is too arcadey, and they've put a lot of effort into making this much more serious. Because, like, uh, you know how that, uh, I I remember the, at least Wii one, the Wii iteration of Mario Kart was, like, really terrible in that the uh, the, we- the weapons were overpowered, and you almost didn't. Want to be in first place right at the end of the race because you would just get pelted with blue shells. Like this one is very much—it's set up so that like your your cart actually has like a life meter. So you you know just getting a single attack doesn't you know totally um, uh, wreck your cart. So you you know you take damage and then there are rings on the tracks that you can uh, uh, collect and that actually like revives you know like heals some of the damage of your (laughs) cart. Like it's (laughs) they they put a ridiculous. Ridiculous amount of effort into this little extra side cart race. I'm just just watching this guy
0: summon pigeons to attack people.
3: (laughs) Oh man, the summon! Yeah, the the, not even a real
0: summon, just using the the pigeon attack.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's just like a regular spell. That's not Mm -hmm. even the uh, the crazy cell phone summons. Like I haven't even used them too much. Like I've unlocked a few of the uh, the the, you know like that they uh, showed before the game released where you know like he was calling in uh oh what was it crayfish and all kinds of other crazy stuff using his cell phone like i've unlocked a couple of them but i hadn't really used them because you have to actually pay money to use them oh geez yeah she's got the 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 stream you're watching has the crazy um the crazy weapons in this game like one of the places as you, uh, you can go to get weapons is literally a sex shop. <laughs> <coughs> so, so yeah, the main character right now is carrying a bat-sized uh, personal massager. Oh, oh boy. Beat.
1: I was about to ask, like, it, it, can you use what I think you can use?
3: Yes, mm-hmm. you can.
1: <laughs> is there jiggle physics?
3: <laughs> Not that I've noticed yet, but we'll see.
1: Okay.
2: You guys are supplying way too many titles for me to keep up with them.
0: No <laughs> no. <laughs> what? What is um? So, are there any? Do you, Are there any management sims in this game that you found yet? Do I get to?
3: Not yet. Okay. I mean, I'm only like, I don't know. I just got to chapter five. I just got a full party. I just unlocked right. the last character. So I'm like twelve hours in. I don't know. I think it, none of the in. characters are female, of course. No, no! Like, that. that's the last character. She's she's a woman. Oh, okay. So you got one woman What's in What's her party. class? Uh, god, what is, what is it? She's a cabaret uh, uh, hostess. Oh, okay. So oh, that's what she starts out as Yeah,
4: personal massager.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, it so does kind of look like the Hitachi wand. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. Only gigantic.
0: I like this guy's attacking with a giant two-liter bottle. Well, actually, it's more like a five-liter <laughs> bottle. But all right, it's
3: more
4: like a five-liter bottle.
3: Yeah, see, that's where all the that, that's just kind of all in Kazuma's head, where the the you know the thugs are like turned into these goofy, weird characters that you're fighting. Mm. Very much like in Dragon Quest, how you're fighting, you know, slimes and other you know like you know like slightly uh, done up, cute versions of animals. And other things
4: until you get to the later game, in which case some things get really creepy.
0: Yeah. Well, is there going to be some re- reveal uh, and you realize you've been murdering innocent like children the whole time? Like you're scaring <laughs> me here with this in his head stuff.
3: <laughs> no, no, you're I'm not. Turn working. into one of those crazy first-person <laughs> shooter mind
0: mess games. Okay. That's a lot of people. So, is it easy to avoid fights or no? It looks hard.
3: Uh, actually,
0: Why did they just like, have is, guitars uh, show up? Okay, whatever.
3: It, it is definitely more ch- like, every basically all the enemies are shown on the screen and then also on uh, mini maps. So mm-hmm. I mean, you can avoid them, but it's definitely more challenging than it was in previous games. In previous games, you could you could pretty much run away from any fight you didn't want to get into. And this one, once you get close enough to an enemy and they see you. Like you're gonna get sucked into the battle. Alright. So it is more challenging from that standpoint.
1: Well, seeing the guy kick that motorcycle in the guy's face is funny.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is
1: it's, it just
0: use a, objects that are near you when during your normal attacks naturally or something? Or
3: yeah, it automatically does it. So like you kinda like that's part of the battle system it. is paying attention to where the enemies are. So like you'll have attacks where A guy might do and run – he might run in a straight line and just attack everyone that's in that line. So you might kind of like wait a couple of seconds to kind of see how how he – how your character maneuvers and how the enemies maneuver so you can get like three or four of them all in a single line so you can take out all four at the same time. So there's like a little bit of strategy and like waiting into it. It's interesting
1: so far. It's different. And the fact that the thugs drop the exact same junk that a uh, RPG mob would drop, like thick hides. Like, <laughs> what, what are thugs doing, carrying around hides? But RPG logic,
3: of course. Yeah, Used wallets. This,
1: this, this game leans hard out. into
3: this game leans hard in the, into the RPG logic.
0: <laughs> oh, there's an yeah, arcade. I, I definitely oh, like need arcade. to.
1: Uh, put this on my wish list and check it out maybe when I have a little bit more time.
3: This arcade sucks. <laughs> this is a terrible arcade. Ooh, that's a terrible looking UFO catcher. There's nothing Virtua
1: in it. Virtua Fighter 2! How old is that shit?
3: I don't know. But they put in the entire game. You know, it's, it's Yakuza. So there's Outrun. Yeah, you know, A full thing of Virtua Fighter 2. I believe it has online play on that or something like that I heard. I haven't fiddled with that yet. They, they go to crazy lengths for this kind of stuff.
1: Uh, Virtua Fighter 2, the memories of having that game on my Saturn, when it was the only game I had on my Saturn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Sega.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Kelly, what have you been playing?
1: Well, um, I've been digging more into Trails of Cold Steel 4, Um, I just got out of Crossbell, that's where I'm at in the game, that's basically all I could say is where where I'm at. Um, I got stuck uh, doing a Vantage Masters thing against uh, the the mascot of Crossbell, Mishi, which is that uh, cute grey and um, white cat that's kind of the mascot of the series, and I, I don't know if you've been doing the Vantage Masters stuff in that game, Josh...
3: A little bit of it. I've I've poked around with it, you know, off and on during the games.
1: Yeah, Mishi gave me a run for my money because his special skill (laughs) was to he could, like, draw extra cards each turn. So I would be, like, doing good at first, and then he would just draw, like, five cards in a turn and then just decimate me.
3: Well, well that doesn't seem balanced.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So what I ended up having to do was getting a... um, because it it worked kind of like Magic the Gathering in a way, but you have like a master hero card that's your main card. And I basically had to have one that could do a stun and had to stun Mishi's hero card every turn and just kind (laughs) of took pot shots at at it until it died.
3: Yeah, it's, it's an incredibly, surprisingly deep card game that they've built into three and four.
1: Yeah, I, I certainly like it a lot better than the one that was in 1 and 2, which just seemed like War or, I, I, I don't know, like some other, or like Uno or, you know, some like regular card game that I just didn't was didn't find fun at all. But this one gets my uh, Magic the Gathering brain juices flowing. Um. Yeah, the chapter that you're watching right now on the stream, Chris, I had like just... Or I had finished up like Tuesday night mm. and then got through the whole Crossbell arc. And be- because uh, the Switch version kind of traumatized me, I was expecting the game to crash like on every <laughs> scene in Crossbell. Okay. <laughs> so definitely glad I picked up the PS2 version. PS2, PS2 version. 4. Okay. I'm yeah sorry, PS4 <laughs> version. I don't know where PS2 came from.
4: Well, oh, I mean, making games for retro systems is a thing. Look at that one we announced, we discussed a few weeks ago for the Game Boy.
1: Yeah, I don't think they could put, or I think if they put a Trails game on PS2, it would be like 20 discs. <laughs> one disc per app. Quite out.
3: possible. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Butt, but have been having a lot of fun with that. I haven't had a chance to get too much into it this week. Just kind of slowly picking at it. Um, WoW's pre-patch event finally dropped, where it's the return of the Scourge invasion. Um, it starts out with you basically shooting Nathaniel. Well, I say you shoot Nathaniel's Blightcaller in the face, but no. Tyrande, like comes and steal- steals your kill and... I don't like Taranda Whisperwind, just so that you guys know. I think that she is a huge hypocrite. So, seeing her get my kill steal in the Thanos and just basically be a jerk, I just. Er, I don't like her. Um, where else was I going with that? Uh, there's also, like, rare mobs. You unlock rare mobs in Ice Crown now, where um, it's like. Rare mobs from classic Ice Crown dungeons from Wrath of the Witch King. So, like Scotty the Ruthless and Ingvar the Plunderer, and like all the bosses from um, the Ice Crown raid at the end of Witch King. And they all drop um, loot from their classic versions of the raids. So, right now I'm on my main trying to farm up a uh, 34 slot bag that's called pa- i think it's called papa's improved bag
0: papa's mint condition bag
1: yeah
0: instead of papa's brand new bag <laughs> yeah
1: that
4: no, was it was oh it's all james
0: Pro- oh there was a third one okay
4: yeah there was yeah. one that was there was one in the there was papa's new bag papa's brand new bag and, and now I
0: guess we've got mint condition for this new one
1: um, so yeah, about every twenty minutes a rare mob spawns, you go kill it, you get loot. Some of them have the amounts from said loot. Uh, I could have don't don't quote me on this. I could have sworn that somebody last night managed to get invincible's reins from one of them
0: i I don't I, know anything about that being an option, so
1: yeah, i I don't know if somebody was just screwing around with the chat or not, probably we'll, we'll see. And yeah, Vaughn I know that Ingvar wasn't an Icecrown. i I was trying to say like just classic uh, oh nobody
0: listening King, cares <laughs> oh, no. King
1: bosses <laughs> um, so I've been having a lot of fun with that, getting getting gear on all of my characters and um can't wait for the actual expansion to drop what what is it not next week, the week after
0: oh, I'm not, not even after. getting done with Pathfinder by then. <laughs>
1: Oh, you mean, uh, I thought you meant Pathfinder, the RPG, not Pathfinder, the... No,
0: the achievement, achievement. the, the... Yeah. I've been trying to catch up on two years of expansion play that I've put off, and basically I won't be able to get it all done by the time the new expansion comes out, and that's probably fine, because this expansion's kind of meh anyway, but...
1: I got RPG, uh, Castle Luck, the bag just dropped.
0: Hey! Yay! Congrats!
1: Because I think I, I think my bank still has the original Here's Papa's mine. bag. I'm not sure. Um, I bought these. Yeah, I guess I don't need to do this event anymore on this character. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> except
4: for except for killing the Thanos for your lucky chance at a random weapon next week.
0: Yeah, I got one. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. First drop was a weapon, and so that was the number one piece of gear I needed to improve my character. So I went from like a level 60 weapon to a 115. Oh, it's like oh yeah. <laughs> well,
4: um, I've killed him seven times so oh, far, no. and I've got and I've gotten three great swords, oh, one polearm, mm-hmm. one one-handed spell blade,
0: the mm-hmm.
4: gun, and mm. I think that is it.
0: Are, are these things you don't need?
4: Oh, and I've also gotten the uh, for some of the characters it was upgrades. Okay, the polearm. Was not.
0: You have a lot of characters, man. <laughs> I can't and deal with all these.
4: the Spellblade, I mean, technically would have been an upgrade if I had an offhand to go with it, because that was my Warlock.
1: hmm
4: So, yeah, no, it's... um, I know, So, I mean, like, I got the two-hander, and I understand Frost is now both two-hand and two one-handers. I play double one-hander Frost because of the way one of the procs works, which is based off critical auto-attacks. Since I'm hitting with two one-handed weapons, I have more chances to proc that particular skill Mm. because of the fact it can proc off of any auto-attack. So since I'm hitting with two weapons, I have more chances for procs. Eh, I
1: don't (laughs) care about any of that. I just pew-pew and Kill things. <laughs> oh, the, also the nice thing about these weapons—they don't have any random traits that you have to pick for the Azerite crap. Mm-hmm. None of I hate hated that. I am so what? glad that that's going away.
4: None of the weapons did.
1: No, I meant like the helmets and.
0: Oh, I don't yeah, know. No. I feel like those make you more powerful, though. So. Uh,
1: they do, but I didn't like the randomness it. of them uh, right. at all.
0: Yeah. So I've been playing some WoW this week as well. Um, that's all I've been playing lately. And that's fine, because it was nice to finally get back into playing a game of any sort, because I had some issues there for a while. And now I've been uh, playing lots and lots of WoW and catching up on this expansion that I really think wasn't as bad as I thought it was initially. They uh, made some things better. Um, so, I will
1: agree with that. I yeah. think this pre-patch kind of made made the expansion seem less sucky, especially since it doesn't take as long to get through it now.
0: No, maybe that's part of it, too.
1: My, my uh, s- sole problem with this expansion was um, that the story was all over the place and made no sense.
0: Yeah, and I'm experiencing it out of order because I'll like do these quest lines that as they pop for me, and sometimes they're later ones. So it's been real weird to piece together the story. <laughs> but it's yeah. like kind of... Eh. And the Taranda stuff's kind of, uh, and the Sylvana stuff is kind of, uh, and then the Jaina stuff's kind of, uh,
2: Back to honestly, games.
1: my huh? tinfoil, sorry, but my tinfoil hat theory is that this expansion comprised of stuff that they wanted to put in expansions, but could, or wanted to make expansions out of, but couldn't make a full expansion out of.
4: Hmm. I could see that, especially, you know, because we've known the, um, with the uh, Zandalari since Classic.
0: Yeah. They well,
4: were, They were a reputation grind through Zul'Guru back in Classic. So Yeah, I can definitely see that being a possibility.
1: Also, f- funny thing, when they announced the new leveling system, I said, yeah, I never have to go through Drainor again. And I've been through Draenor three times now because I wanted to get a uh, high level mage up so that I could make bags.
4: Why specifically hex- Draenor though?
1: Um, because hex bags are the highest slot bags you can get with the minimalist effort.
4: Hmm, makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, um, that that that's been pretty much it for me for a while. I've also been p- picking at this a, a little bit more. Nothing to crazy there except i finally unlocked ninja so now i can go through the item world like in five minutes because i
0: i've never gotten use, into item world
1: I, I basically use the ninja to just to just go across the map and skip floors until i find whatever um specialist i need and then uh, exit out at a level 10
0: so what does the ninja do that lets you skip across floors into skaya
1: um, ninja has the best move out of all the classes that you can unlock in early game. Okay. So you put um, nine foot item, or you put three foot items on them, so that they get nine move, and it's pretty easy to just go right to the exit in Iron okay. World. And not only that, if you put a lot of uh, shoe items on a ninja, it increases their evade, so that in a lot of the lower level item world areas they can't get hit
0: so you just wear shoes on their hands and they get to go even further
1: yeah and it's a great way to farm up uh specialists very early on in the game because then you can combine them and basically have uh 300 level statisticians and arms masters which is where you're going to get your experience and your weapon skills and in Disgaea 1, I haven't even unlocked it yet, but um, getting to, I think it's like one of the maps on Chapter 3 is like your early game leveling map where there's invincibility tiles all over except for one spot. So you throw all of the creatures into each other and then put them on that one spot where they can hurt and just wail on them until they die, rinse, repeat, get, get lots of EXP, dominate the rest of the game.
4: I I will admit that, I that's how I beat the game.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how everybody beats that game. That that's the fun thing about this guy is that you find your exploit and you exploit the crap out of it and then go through the story and then uh do optional dungeons, level up like crazy and then try to make a perfect character so that you can beat Bale, which is the super boss at the end of the game. I've never done because I always got bored after doing the main story. But one of these days, I might One be of these back. days. Yeah, I might be bail. Well, maybe even on the Switch The
0: road, sad part is every it Disga- that's the same thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the, the thing, thing they need to
0: change a little. <laughs>
1: well, I, I'm curious what they're going to do with six because they said that six, they're going to be shaking up the status quo a little bit. Mm-hmm. But and also games they've like super leaned into the exploits because you know you can uh, instead of having to pass bills to do the leveling stuff, you just like there's a cheat shop that you just go to and it yeah. unlocks stuff as you progress through the story, so you can turn down everything all the way down and then turn the exp gains all the way up and vice versa. So it, that wasn't the of five. When they finally started doing it like that. And it just made it really fun. Um, I still need to finish of 5. I don't know why I never finished it. I think I got distracted with another shiny object. Mm-hmm. But uh, Disgaea 1 has kind of been my bedtime chill-out game. Uh, I think I mentioned that last week. And it, it, it's just going to be like what I play until um, something ni- um, more interesting comes along. I mean, my main game right now... Well, i say my, my main game right now is Trails, but then that's going to change the week that Shadowlands comes out because it's going to be all WoW all the time.
0: When are we going to play he our foxes? Balancing. Say what? When are we going to play our foxes, Kelly? I
1: don't know. I thought we were going to play them last night, but then Nana was sick.
0: No, that's right.
1: We'll see. We'll, we'll see have to... See if she's
0: feeling better tonight, maybe.
1: Yeah, um, although I am going to my parents tonight. Oh, okay, but, never mind then. Um, We'll have to have Fox Time some other time.
0: I need to know what they say.
1: Um, they talk about how they they talk <laughs> about how they like to steal.
0: That's true. They do, don't they?
4: No, they don't steal. They borrow.
0: Borrow. Hmm. They're not thieves. They're they, treasure hunters.
1: They also no, talk thieves. about how they get tired of people asking them what they say. Yeah, that is one of the sillies you also discovered they also sing fun songs about Dolly and daughter my best friends yep
0: and then and the one of them was like I don't know the lyrics to the songs stop asking
1: <laughs> yeah a lot of wow sillies don't really age that well like I know that the Morgans still have at least I don't sparkle that that's fine I
0: get that. But yeah, you're right. That's getting old. Well, the goblins dance is Soldier Boy because that's relevant.
1: <laughs> I mean, is it one of the other ones? The Beyonce song?
0: Yeah, but I feel like one of. I feel like Beyonce's dance and uh, Billie Jean are going to hold a little bit more timelessness than the Soldier Boy dance. But maybe I'm wrong. You know? Oh.
1: What about the panda Carmel Lawson?
0: Caramel Danson, that's still yeah. relevant. It's an internet meme. It's a dank one, but it checks out, and we should persist I just, it I for like eternity. The,
4: fact that the meme for that is like really embedded in anime culture, mm-hmm. and it's Swedish. It's a Swedish song. Yep.
1: I I had no idea, but <laughs> interesting. Oh, oh I, I can't uh, wait for Shadowlands guys. I'm hoping that it's going to be a good expansion. It's
0: going to be bad and we're going to be like, "Oh no."
1: <laughs> I don't know. I I think there's a lot of potential for good story. You're going to be like, "Why aren't we
0: playing one? the why aren't we playing Final Fantasy 14 instead?"
1: I, I think that they uh they pretty much like in case of emergency break witch king. <laughs> that was the meme when they announced it.
0: And Starcraft is like I don't know what should our story be I don't know let's let's fix Kerrigan and then Loser again <laughs> <laughs> Let's just repeat the story of Starcraft Come uh, yeah. on again <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, yeah let's just go into Lich King stuff. Let's out. go into the afterlife it's fine.
0: it's fine It's fine It's fine now It's not fine
4: Did you actually play the third one Chris? Which one? Starcraft 2
0: Oh no I didn't um I've actually only played the first of the three. I need to play them. I know, there's there's weird space anime stuff by, by the end of the third one, and I haven't gotten oh, to
4: yeah. do it. Totally weird space anime stuff.
1: <laughs> I, I, bought, I bought all of them on Black Friday, and I bought the collector's editions for no other reason than to get the mini pets that I missed out, because I didn't buy the collector's editions when they dropped.
0: Oh, uh, you're getting the collector's edition this WoW game, right?
1: Do oh, I've, I've already got it. It's like sitting in oh. the um, it's it's sitting amongst the rest of my collector's editions right now. Cool. The, they, when they delayed it, Amazon was just like, "Screw it, ship them." Ship it. Which was which nice because well, I think I got access to the. Uh, No, wait, no, it dropped after the pre-patch, so I didn't even get access to the Death Knights early at that point, but I still got my Glowy Worm mount. I still need to do that quest that um, unlocks the transmog.
3: Mm.
1: I haven't done that yet.
4: Yeah, and that takes a couple, and that takes like four weeks. Why Hmm. does it take four weeks? Because it has a set limit of how many kills per week will give you the items.
1: What kind of stuff do I kill for the items? Just anything that gives any like humanoid. Well, this
0: is really know. good radio, so we're gonna move on to a different game. What else is any? What else? Who needs to talk about what? I've they've only been playing?
4: I've been playing while, so I'm no help. You're no
0: better. <laughs> All right.
4: More I mean, stats besides item my 5,000 like gotcha games that I've been playing,
0: but mm, no, nah. which are.
4: Some we're, of the very rpg No, we're, we're good. Now. We're
0: good. Thanks. We're good. No, we're good. Thank you.
4: As I call him, the waifu. Collector. We're all fine now.
0: <laughs> How are you? Um, <laughs> right, so, does that mean it's time for feedback?
1: No. For feedback. Oh,
0: what?
3: What? Doesn't don't, Pascal have to go?
0: Oh, did Pascal not go? Pascal, <laughs> you've probably you played real games, you have right? have to go. Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> you, have
3: to you
0: go. need to leave Pascal is what we're saying.
2: I think. The question is: How much punishment have you already endured, and how much more are you willing to take? <laughs> oh no! What have you been playing exactly? Um. So I'll I'll, I'll tease it and I'll oh let no. you read yourself for the full for the oh, full lowdown. I'm scared so I, um, because I reviewed two games for the site this week, and they are Paradise Killer. Okay. Um. Which is and so that one's not really an RPG. That one's for an Adventure Corner. So it's an open world murder mystery. Um, in which you have to investigate this um, multiple homicide set on a, uh, well, uh, well, a Paradise Island. Um, okay. And you can go anywhere and talk to anybody. Um, so it's that's really uh, unique. And I, I heard quite a bit of praise about it, which is the reason why I tried it out. And uh, you can read all about my feelings on the site. Um, spoiler alert, they're a little mixed. No. <laughs> so it's... It- it, is it sounds
3: a, like it's a little too weird for its own good. It
2: is so weird. It is very weird. Um, sometimes I like that. I can't. It's hard to yeah. put my finger on why I didn't like it as much this time. It's it, the the characters, the world, the lore, the the alternate history that um, that you find out about. It's just I don't know. It's it's weird in a way that kind of put me off. But I suspect that a big part of it is. Um, so, Chris, like you were saying, you were um, getting the wow story, but out of order. So that's yeah. what happened to me also, because this open to world um, when you when I get so when you when you first take control, it kind of says, you know, go. Um, you're the investigator. So go check out the crime scene, start collecting some clues. But what I did was I said, hmm, I wonder what's up this path. And so I, w- without really knowing it, because I honestly it's not that like it's not like I'm meant to go out of out of order. I, I had no idea where I was meant to go to be uh, at the beginning. So I just kind of chose a, a, a way. And before you knew it, I had literally um, rounded the entire Island in, into, I guess the not intended direction, like the very last place I ended going. And I think like the very last um, discovery I made was the crime scene. I'd already found every other location, talked to just about every other and. Uh, like n p c slash suspect, and then finally, finally, after hours and hours of this, I finally got to the crime scene, and i don't know, I guess started picking up you know real clues for the first time, so that definitely influenced the way I felt about it because it was a very disjointed for many hours at first um but even beyond that it's 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 very different and i'm not I'm not convinced that an open world uh exploration game is the right thing when your story is so
3: <laughs> central and yeah yeah the yeah. pacing of it is going to be thrown off
2: and as and well. like alien it's such an alien world that you're in um it, i I really feel like it needs more of a directed narrative yeah yeah not that i want to be handheld but for story purposes it it, it needed something it needed a, fr- a better framework i guess to push me in the right direction. Oh, and then um, the other big thing, and I'll just mention it briefly, because, again, I don't want (laughs) to... I I want you to still have a reason to read the review. Um, Even the ending trial is open-ended. So when you finally, finally, at the end of the game, decide, okay, um, I'm ready to solve the case, quote-unquote, there is no... As far as I can tell, there is no uh, canon ending. There is no, this is who really did it. It's, It's up to... What clues you've collected Can you prove somebody did it Whether they did it or not is kind of immaterial If if you have evidence that suggests they did They did So I felt that was a letdown I've heard other people be uh, And and I've seen online Where other people were very Charmed by that I guess Like they enjoy that even (laughs) The ending is is completely up to you I mean I wanted something that told me Yeah you, you solved it correctly Or no you messed it up
4: um, I don't know if you've heard of them, and I. Um, there's a couple of old, like vaguely open worldish uh, detective games that that Sierra put out years and years ago with a character named Laura Bow, I believe.
2: Yes, I've not played those, but I, I, I do know I, I'm aware of them. Yeah,
4: um, they're they. I think they would be a little more. I th- it sounds like Paradise Killer tried to re-bring that style of game back, but didn't do it quite as well. Um, I would recommend you give give those a shot, um, They because it sounds like some of your grievances worked a little better than those, and there is indeed just one killer.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'll, I'll be completely fair here. I seem to be the outlier. I mean, every other um, opinion on the game that I've seen so far has, which has just been a handful of, of reviews and stuff, but they seem to be more positive than I am. So it's it's quite possible that maybe what I'm, the way I feel about it is more of an anomaly. That's just my take on it. So, um, and be prepared, I guess. Um, yeah, and then the other game I reviewed was Ghost of a Tale, which... Ooh, the, ooh, uh, is it any good? Yeah, yeah. Is it good? So, like, after maybe the first uh, two hours, I, uh, I texted Alex back. Or I am I, I to him or whatever. Um, and I didn't say I hate it, but that's kind of oh. what I was thinking. Oh, no. <laughs> starting it That's the one where you're playing as the, the mouse guy, right? Yeah, the little mouse. Yeah. And as soon as I saw the trailer for it, I, I told Alex, like, if, if this one comes to pass for us, uh, you know, keep me in mind that uh, this looks great. Uh yeah. Um I I got right back to him and I said um this is not an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of hated it. So it's it's all stealth based. Mhm. Um and the stealth is is kind of unforgiving. Like the game is still easy overall, but you can't sneak past even a sleeping guard without his is awareness. Is someone meter calling
0: going it up. an action RPG somewhere? Is that what's going on? Cuz yeah, that always felt more like a character action stealthy game to me.
2: I've not seen anybody call it an action RPG.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then why did it get on our radar? I don't know. I oh, mean, you maybe. said you said it's not an RPG as though it came to us as though it were an RPG. I'm
2: sorry. I misunderstood maybe, what I, you're I, I, saying. Uh, I think I assumed people. it was. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, and then as I started playing it, I realized, okay, this doesn't feel at all like an RPG. There's no combat. Okay. Um, you have to sneak you have no way of defending or fighting. You have to Is it bad
0: sneaking though? Is it the kind of not good
2: yeah, mark it of wasn't the ninja sneaking? Great. It's Even bad. So sneaking. So there's a there's a regular walking speed, then you can run and you can sneak slowly. But no matter which one you do, uh, enemies will like hear your steps. Even if they're asleep and you tiptoe past, their awareness what? goes up. Lame. And you have to freeze you have to freeze in place so and slow. wait for it to go back down before you continue. And if you I mess up, you like gotta bad. start over. Okay if if you mess up they will um well they you you can still uh, run away from them and hide and wait for their um for them to to stop following you and return back to their position um yeah it, you know that it didn't feel a didn't feel like an RPG at all uh and 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 B even for a stealth it didn't feel like something that I was enjoying
0: so like what um, happens you have to, so you have to run and hide you can't
2: do combat or anything yeah, so you're okay. a little mouse you're cute and it looks the game looks great like the graphics are really good and so what who wouldn't want to play yeah you know as a as a cute mouse yeah um and you're in a dungeon and i pretty much just escape from the dungeon that's kind of like the way the game starts yeah um it doesn't give you a lot of other background information or story um but come to find out there is a lot there's there's quite a lot of lore but you have to like read through every item description and every like menu entry that you can, that you come across if you really want to, want to get it. Um, which eventually I got around to delving more deeply into and, you know, and then I started liking, liking that aspect of it more. The stealth was still for me kind of garbage. Um, and so I had a really, I had a really rough f- first few hours with it, and that's when I had uh, texted Alex, our editor, and said, I don't know, this is an RPG, and I'm not sure if I can really stick to this at all because I already hate it, um, but I did stick to it. And it turns out after the first few hours, you assemble a suit of armor. So the, uh, the enemies, I, and I forgot to mention this, the enemies that do chase you in the dungeon are the guards, of course. And eventually you put together a suit of armor like the kind the guards wear. And when you put that on, they don't chase you anymore. Ah, so from that point forward, it isn't a stealth game anymore. and and while that well then what like, is it
0: just a walking
2: simulator? <laughs> like, <yeah. what? laughs> so then it's just about the story. okay. And there is a story. there are quests that you that you get to do and uh, exploring of the this world and the world is pretty interesting. and like I said, it does look nice. So it turns out that when you take the stealth element away, it does actually make the game experience far better. So, but it doesn't uh, sound so like a game over. at that
0: point. Are you really doing a ju- what, is you, what are you doing that's a game?
2: So his, uh, his goal is to be reunited with his wife. Somehow mm-hmm. they've become um, separated, his little mousy wife. And again, if you, if you dig into the lore you do find out kind of how that happened. Um, and there is enough of a story uh, to To warrant continuing past that point of of where she is and uh, how do you find her? You just sound like you you're playing
0: a movie at that point. Her. <laughs> there's no combat. There's no stealth.
2: You're just there is no combat. There never. Do you, is. Do you collect um, things? Like what are you doing? Yeah, you can collect items. You collect okay. pieces of costumes. To uh, at one point you have to dress up as a king to fool a character into speaking with you because he'll only speak with royalty. Um, it's you know what it it really becomes more of an adventure game with rpg like tangential rpg elements so it's probably closer to an what adventure are, what are what
0: are those rpg
2: elements uh quests um completing mission objectives so quests with just no combat you do level up you get experience for for completing quests and finding certain items what do you what do the levels change when you level Gosh. up boy you're grilling me on this one well i <laughs> Um, I think you get a little bit more stamina, like run, run further, um, get a, you probably get a little boost to your HP, although there is no, uh, there's very little danger of like being attacked past that point where you don't have to worry about the guards anymore. Okay. Yeah. But so that's the second game I reviewed and that's up on the site if you want to read more about it. It is, it's not a bad game. It just, it just, I wish it, it knew what it wanted to be a little bit more. Like, I wish it committed more to being one way or the other.
3: It doesn't help that it doesn't have a strong start to to get you going either.
2: Yeah, the start almost killed it for me.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, now we can do feedback, right?
1: Um, we didn't have a question of the week last week. Oh, we but screwed we did up. did have, yeah. I, I think we were too focused on extra life, which is fine. Um, we did have one comment from Featherhoof, though. He says, and Anna's not on the stream, so she won't even get this message. But he says, if you would like a level one nineteen ranger pawn named Rufus, who is or who's arisen is Alicia, if you get the Valkyrie profile two reference, I like you and present you with a digital cookie to join you in dragon's dogma i got one which i'm fairly proud of just shoot me a a switch friend request and he's all yours
0: oh well since you're playing on my account i would have to shoot the i better do that
1: so uh yeah relay the message
0: all right we'll do that
1: I, i did not i only played a little bit of valkyrie profile too so i didn't get the reference
0: I never played Valkyrie Profile 2. Um, actually, I think we've been over this. I only got to that Lazard dungeon and never finished it because it was really long and somehow I lost focus.
4: Oh, in the, in the first game? Yeah. Yeah, the, the first game, Lazard's dungeon is really the make or break of the game because it's long and you start running into monsters that could really wipe the floor with you if you didn't actually prepare well. So mm, mm-hmm. I can see that. I could see that. Because that's what happened on my very first playthrough.
3: Ah.
1: So we've got our first editorial content from uh, Gabriel Malacar. Mala Casa, who reviewed Warsaw on the PS4, he gave it a 3 out of 5, saying that it has an interesting battle system and gives a glimpse into a lesser-known historical event, but is also very buggy and hard. So, that's that game, and then we've got a Battle Hunters review from M- Louis Mar- Mar- Mauricio. I always mess up his name and I feel so bad. Louis How's Mauricio. Um, this is that game that you guys were giving away, wasn't it?
0: I wasn't involved with that. I don't know.
1: Oh, sorry. (laughs) We'll Well, just say
0: yes and go on.
1: (laughs) Let's see.
0: What about Torchlight 3? How did Torchlight 3 do?
1: Well, hang on, okay. you hold, hold your horses. Right. Lewis gave it a all three right. out of five. Says that there's tons of characters to customize the party, and the battle system is fun. And that's for but the right, game is also kind of monotonous and repetitive. Uh huh. So that's that. And then thing, Torchlight, thing, Torchlight three, reviewed by Ryan Costa, gave it a three out of five. We oh. have lots of three out of fives this week.
0: So this could uh, go either way then.
1: Um, Hmm. Simple fun gameplay, uh, more accessible and lighter feel than other games in the dungeon crawler genre, but the multiplayer needs working and random gear drops cause occasional difficulty spikes. I still need to finish Torchlight 2. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you you really need to? Do you need to? Is there Uh, like a story that matters in Torchlight 2? No. No. I three. love
1: the original Torchlight, but then Diablo uh-huh. 3 ruined dungeon crawlers uh-huh. for me because
0: Well, Torchlight 2 isn't going to change your mind. I mean, Torchlight I 2 is a better Torchlight as far as having an end game, but Torchlight 1 is a better experience in my opinion, but well, mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry. I I think I'm being too generous there. Um At I this think point,
1: Torchlight 1 came came out at that moment when I was so starved for a Diablo game that I would play anything that was a Diablo-like.
0: I mean, the An fun intrigue. part of Torchlight 1 is that it's got people who worked on the old Diablos associated with it. And so you get, like, that old Diablo music because they have got mm-hmm. Matt Ullman on it. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, is there really anything keeping you there? Just play the I new one. I don't know. Nostalgia, <laughs> I guess.
1: We'll see. And then um when I pre-read stories, I scroll to the end of the story. Uh Pascal talked about Ghost of a Tale already. It's like, is this even an RPG? Though he still went through the review and gave it a three out of five. Um, I think Beth, Pascal actually stepped away at the mic. That's fine. There's <laughs> stepped away from the mic, but yeah.
0: I grilled him so hard he had to go take a rest.
1: <laughs> oh, he's back.
2: All right, all right.
1: Um, you did think that the game was pretty, though. At least Pascal.
2: Yeah, and and. So not not just the pretty, like I said, there's, um, so it leaves it open for a sequel. And I think, um, if they just kind of focus more on, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, I'm not saying they have to provide a combat system. It's just that, that kind of an, that stealth, but then you don't really need it anymore, but it's already kind of ruined the beginning of the game. So there were some missteps, right? That's, that's all I'll call it. It's. Um it's overall still enjoyable. I've actually had a couple of people who already <laughs> said they re- they read the review and said, "Hey, this sounds like something I want to try." Like there's definitely things about it that are um that are worth checking out. Yeah.
1: It sounds to me like they kind of didn't know where they wanted to go with the game.
2: Yeah. Right, that's and that's that's what I'm saying. So the two games I reviewed, the one of the the uh, Paradise Killer, at first I I was kind of up for and then as it went, it kind of lost me more. This was the opposite. So this one At first, um, it it kind of alienated me, but I got drawn back in more as the game went on.
1: I see. And then we've got a Seven Nights Time Wanderer review from Paul Schirelli. He gave that a two out of five, saying Mm -hmm. that it has beautiful character portraits and some impressive attack animations, but has performance issues and needlessly frantic battles. I think this was a gotcha game that got ported. I'm pretty sure. It
2: yeah, Netmarble. Yeah, Marble. And yeah. It's, their, it's the first time they've made a. a co- I think it's their first console game. So they're they're mobile. They've been mobile titles only up to this point.
4: Right. Probably trying to expand their audience.
1: And we have Adventure Quarter. We already Pascal already talked about Paradise Killer. Very weird. You might be into that. You might not be. And that's all of our editorial content. So now we've got news.
0: A little boop
1: bit of news. Um, <laughs> Munanga reveals osteoblasts and has new Keywalker footage.
0: Osteoblasts uh, this, is, are you attacking skeletons or something?
1: Yeah, you, you're oh, a skeleton. Oh, really? Oh, Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're a skeleton that rises from the dead by a cat witch and sets out on a journey what? to find a purpose. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. What's my purpose? You serve butter. You serve butter. <laughs> I'm I'm sure the skeleton's purpose will be more than that. Um so the developer uh Virgo versus the Zodiac they announced that game this week which is a dungeon crawler and you get to uh picked different classes for your skeleton finding a purpose too and it currently was a January twelfth, twenty twenty one release date. And then they put out two new videos for the title Key Locker, which is um kind of a steampunk RPG where music has been outlawed, it takes place on Saturn and you're playing a doppelganger and are trying to basically bring back music to the world. Um Two new videos on and that. One of them was a. Say what.
3: It, it incorporates like rhythm into the battle system as well, where it, it kind of shows that in the videos where they're like you know like you have to do a bunch of uh, button presses in time to kind of build up meters, and then you can oh. do more powerful attacks and stuff like that.
1: That you know? sounds like so the battle system theme. in Mother. That sounds like the battle system in Mother Three. Yeah.
4: You know, and I'm I'm going to say I'm very interested to hear are the reviews for either of those coming out as especially when it comes to the music because I know vertigo and the zodiac um, won our uh, won the RP gamer award this year last year for um, in honor of Michael Cunningham so and he was always big about music so since I'm really excited to hear about the music on those games because good music in video games I mean we've all heard so much stuff that is you know just kind of meh and having something already from them be that exceptional because michael was always about the uh max storm was always about the music and i'm i'm very interested to hear anyone's take on the music for these two coming out
1: um, the trailer for Keylogger sounded like it had Synthwave in it, which is always my jam. I love Synthwave. And I don't know what kind of music was in the Osteoblast one, but I did... The art style in the Blast one is very weird, because a lot of the enemies in the trailer were like Shiba Inus with armor. <laughs> and other weird stuff. Um, Blast has a very weird art style. Uh Oh, and the other video we have is for um, as the developer talking a little bit about the game for three minutes as the persona of a llama. Or, no, I'm sorry, an alpaca. So <laughs> that's that. Um, Neo has announced PS5 versions for one and two, and um, announced the final DLC. Um, there's going to be PS5 versions of both games that are going to launch worldwide on. February 5th, 2021, and they will be available to purchase separately and in a bundle with both games. Um, both games are also going to include uh, all of the DLC, and they're also going to release a complete edition of both games on PS4 and PC with with all of the DLC. Um, the third DLC has also been announced that's going to take players back in time to uh, a place spoken of by their mother when they were young and reveal well, Madu's past. Um, I don't know if anybody here played Neo. Uh-huh.
3: No, heard good things about it for, you know, that sort of Demon Souls-esque game, but no, didn't, didn't play it.
2: Um, I played the first one for maybe like an hour or two. Still waiting to get back into it.
1: Cool. Um, we've got P- Poison Control launching in April. This is a game announced by uh, NIS America, who is putting out Western release dates for this game. It's going to launch on P- PlayStation Four and Nintendo Switch in North America on April thirteenth, twenty twenty-one, with the European launch following on April sixteenth. They've also got a limited de- edition available for pre-order on the NIS America's North American and European stores. Um, this developed by the same team behind Penny Punching Princess and the Princess Guy and sees players trapped in manifestations of their own sin and the soulmate player has to purify them looks really crazy
3: yeah it has some red flags for me it looks like it's got third person shooting in it and that usually does not go well in these sort of low budget RPGs it's like uh oh (laughs) Uh -oh. that's not good
2: it it had one red flag for me made by the makers of Penny Punching Princess
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, I remember that you didn't like Penny Punching Princess very much. (laughs) Um, We've got Dismantle now on Steam Early Access. This is um, developer 10-ton game's open-world action RPG. Um, It's set on an island that is trapped somewhere in time between the 70s and the 90s following a disaster, and you emerge from the underground shelter, appearing to be the only survivor. So it, it looks like one of those survivor- kind of RPGs with yeah. gathering resources and stuff. Uh, the early access contains a third of the full game and around 10 to 20 hours of content. it is 1999 with a 13% discount available until well it's not available anymore. <laughs> this is why you should read ahead folks. Um, the, the early access is expected to be about three to six months um, so yeah go ch- check that out. we've got uh, Magnum Lord released more details and screenshots this is the by the publisher D3 where players control a demon lord named Kilzarak. kills you, you could, <laughs> you'd okay. play the male or female version and embark on an adventure to forge magic swords uh, this is all the preview also went into more of the dating sim aspects of this game.
3: Yeah, this one's interesting cuz it's a lot of the people who uh did uh the Summon Night series, the, the the actual developer is Philistia. I can't remember how you exactly you pronounce that. It was a bunch of ex uh, um flight plan people who had who were the original ones who started Summon Night and then Philistia did Summon Night 5 and have been stuck in uh Compile Heart jail for a while. <laughs> Oh, um, no. Where they've been working with them doing like Vita ports and uh, um, doing Vita ports and like some Is of the Is there their some pile hard games games Japan, jail so against
0: the Geneva Convention? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it should be. It should be. So it's kind of interesting. And then also like the writer in this game has also uh, worked on, was the original writer on the Summon Night game. So I'm kind of interested to see if it has some of that weird, quirky, fun humor that those games had.
2: Recently, they had the uh, the Battleship game. the Battleship Maidens? That's not the oh, name, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I think of it as. Oh,
3: Azure
4: Lane.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, and I guess you can invite characters out on dates to numerous locations, including a bowling alley and hot springs. Oh, so, boy. Hey, hot springs episode. Woo!
4: Oh, does this sound like something up uh, mine and uh, Anna's?
0: Yeah. It does. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. There's oh. crossover. Yeah.
1: And then the article kind of goes into the different characters that you can meet. So there's that. If it involves oh.
0: dating and demons, it's an Anna game. Like, guaranteed. It's up yours. It's up yours, uh. Anna. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that was all of the major news stories. Now we've got a, a handful of briefs. It, it was a very slow news week. We, I think the big news that we didn't even write down, um, new consoles this week. Yeah, I, how do we skip one.
0: that? Yeah, where are our impressions of the new consoles? All right, none of us have one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I don't think any of, any of us is going to be getting one anytime soon.
0: Right, let's go to Amazon, you know, the place where you can't get anything important right now.
3: Well, well, at least I at least you didn't get at one uh, a pre-order in Amazon and then have Amazon the day before your Xbox or PlayStation was supposed to show up tell you oh yeah by the way we aren't getting any you're
1: ooh. not getting one ouch no yeah no new console ooh
0: for I you. can buy a PlayStation Five controller <laughs> what can I do with a PS Five controller if I buy a PS Five controller by
1: the way was the Mass Effect news last week yes,
4: yes. yeah oh, okay I couldn't remember yeah, I was on the
3: last I- show.
1: It was like a very late-breaking story, actually. Does anyone know yeah, if these I, PS... Oh, I, okay.
4: I think I had mentioned it like that morning because I caught it on Riker's video. Well, it, I For y'all.
1: It's funny. I almost missed reading it because, you know, I, when I wake up first thing in the morning on podcast morning, I pull up all the news stories. I open up all the links in one browser and kind of keep the tabs open so that I can go through them. And somebody added that story, like, very late to the sheet, so had I not looked at the sheet again, I would have completely skipped over it. So, um, the the funny thing about New Console Week that I I learned was that people were freaking out because they thought that Target wasn't going to ship PS5s within an inner box. That they thought that it it was just going to be shipped, like, with the PS5 box exposed. And apparently, like, PS5s are getting stolen and scalped all over the place. And then Target had to issue a warning letter. It was like, no, we, we're putting it in an internal box, so don't worry.
0: So, why is Target the place to get PlayStations? How did that happen?
1: I, um, probably because, I mean, you got very good... Depending on where you live, you have Target and Walmart and maybe Best Buy, and that's it as far as retail. Mm. It isn't like there's a Toys R Us or a Circuit City anymore that you can go buy stuff at. A
0: friend of mine got a Series X at a Target. They did the midnight. They were refreshing all the places in, in the area, and they found a Target that had it. They went to buy it. It was sold out by the time they hit pay in their cart. Then they went to the next Target. Oh, one showed up. They put to buy it. It was sold out by the time they checked out. Then they went to the third Target, and then they found it, and they were able to pay this time. <laughs> So they got it the next day, and um, so th- that's the only person I know with a next-gen console. And they've um, been uh, having a lot of fun playing Watch Dogs Legion, and I'm like, huh, yeah, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything.
1: <laughs> GameStop had them, but they also had them in the very expensive bundles. With oh, did they do meat.
3: that again? Oh, yes. yeah, GameStop was doing the seven or $800 bundle.
0: And they all sold, I a bunch bet, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally.
1: What drives me crazy about those is that they always seem appealing until they put a freaking sports game in it, and it's like,
0: oh, here we I go. I don't want this. NBA PlayStation Five Ultimate Launch Day System Bundle already rated three out of five on their own site. You get the PlayStation Five, two controllers, um, some amount of PlayStation Plus, and Spider Man. All right, and NBA Two K Twenty One for eight hundred dollars.
1: Oh. I just, I just want to take that NBA Jam. And like, can I please just return this for full retail play, price? So what is that? And trade it in something well, else.
4: Three hundred dollars for like two NBA, games, like the controller? old Super Nintendo NBA mm. Jam. I'd be down for that. They, they don't. They, well,
0: I want I to say like they don't anymore. make that anymore, but EA did make a new NBA Jam like a few years ago, and that was apparently pretty decent. So,
1: <laughs> oh, I thought nobody liked it.
0: Oh, although, uh, okay. Although then the uh, I didn't play it, so it was garbage, and I'll just revise my opinion for you, Kelly. I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, the other big news that we need to get into this week. Um, please don't vape in your Xbox.
0: <laughs> okay. I have to see this.
1: Microsoft, no cool please don't vape smoke, smoke into your Xbox
0: out. Series Eight X.
1: Mm. I I need to find the I I need to find the exact tweet that they put out now because reading it was just so 2020 to me. (laughs) It was. Oh, they're vaping into it to make it look like their Xbox Xbox is overheating.
0: Okay, look, it's it's man's fire. Oh.
1: Oh, and I also say, um, it is. You can float a ping pong ball on it if you want. Say that again.
0: Say that again. What?
1: a ping pong ball
0: on your xbox oh bernoulli effect bernoulli effect Yeah,
1: people have been doing that and I, I that's safe ping pong ball isn't gonna mess it but from x the xbox twitter we can't believe we have to say this but please do not blow vape smoke into your oh, xbox series x
0: they're saying that's fake too oh the ping pong ball yeah they're saying it's shopped but
1: you know i say try it at worst, you're gonna lose a ping pong ball behind you, the you entertainment center. You wouldn't lose center. it.
0: Oh, well. I mean, you could put your Xbox not behind the entertainment center when you tried it. True. Is that crazy?
3: <laughs> Got to be standing to try it. You can't do it side.
0: Yeah, this person used a metal stand. Boo. Oh,
1: wow. for the ping pong ball. Yeah,
0: apparently.
1: Uh, well, I want to try it, but I'm probably not gonna get a Series X for a while. <laughs> I'm not even going to get one. I but, got to pass the rule of 3. For me it's the rule of 3 or one final fantasy.
4: Yeah, but that's going to be PS5, so.
0: So did, uh, did somebody actually break their Xbox by vaping is what I want to know.
1: I think I can't imagine did. it's good for it.
0: Well, no, you're putting a bunch of particulate matter into your Wait, what is in vape smoke? Is it just water? So you're putting in a I bunch of steam, of then you're just putting steam into your, your Xbox One. And that's probably still not good. Not steam, water vapor. Excuse me, because it's not yeah. boiled boiled gas or whatever.
4: Although, I hate, I don't understand
0: water vapor. All right, I'll, I'll shut up now. Wasn't
4: there, like, one
3: actual report of an Xbox catching on fire? I don't Something know. Something like that. I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, they put out, like...
0: It's launch week, you can't trust
3: anything. Yeah. That's true. It's the internet. Oh
1: all you can trust is some idiot or some jerk has a garage full of PS fives and they're putting them on Craigslist for a thousand dollars each. That I know.
0: That one's vape. That one's fake. Um Yeah, anytime if you see the video and it starts off really small and then fades shortly thereafter. You know it's fake, because the idea of it being on fire, and they happen to get their phone just at the point where the fire is tapering off, but they got it while it was full blow for a second, means they just vaped a bunch of smoke, and then picked up their phone and edited the front end of the video. So, you, yeah. If, if it was legit, you'd miss the majority of the smoke, because by the time you knew to get your damn phone, it would mostly be over, because there's not that much to... Why am I even talking about this? Anyway. I, go ahead. I don't
1: know either. Um... Enjoy new consoles if you got one, unless you're a scalper. In that case, screw you, screw you! I hope you lose your ass.
0: Well, I mean, if if they're a scalper, but they chose to keep it, then well, they're okay. The
4: scalper probably kept one and mm. is selling the rest. Okay. Well, that's if if they're not just simply mm-hmm. turds,
1: <laughs> or you know, if if you use bots to. The whole bunch of I don't know.
0: Gear, I, I think gear. this is on Xbox's. Um, um, uh, the Xbox is the one who made a vapor chamber, right? And now people are sitting there using it as a vapor chamber, and like it's on them, right? You got oh, no, you're still no, on the
1: vaping I, thing, I'm, I'm still limited.
0: on the vapor thing, and you guys are on the scalpers, and I'm like, well, I'm not getting one, so.
4: <sighs> I mean, I'll be waiting until March, anyways, tax return, so.
1: But, you know, also, people, if you're paying scalper prices, you're part of the problem.
0: (laughs) Kelly's just mad at scalpers, and she wants to let you all know.
1: I hate them. I can't can't stand them. When they lose their ass on stuff, I delight. But, Chris, at least you got your new iPhone relatively. uh, Apple's
0: figured this stuff out. Apple knows. And I've been doing the iPhone Upgrade program for years now, and yeah, I've always got a new iPhone. I don't even know why anymore at this point. Like, I keep asking myself every year, Do I need to do this anymore? Um, is, is the phone's gotten good enough? And, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, new phone feels real good though, by the way. It's it feels real good in the hand. The the the, the side edges make a nice difference. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, sure yeah.
4: my phone
1: can beat up your phone <laughs> if, if, uh, if this phone could
0: beat good, up a lot of phones. <laughs>
1: If you want some good Schadenfreude, there's a video on YouTube of a lady that has like 10 grand in cash and she's planning on buying out an entire store of iPhones. Why? And she gives a dude like $500 for her spot in line. Yeah. And then isn't able to buy all the iPhones. Why? Because the store wouldn't let her.
0: Oh.
1: It's a a very, very funny video because the guy whose place she bought in line was like, wow, I, I got for a free $500.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I always think of that every time the subject of iPhone scalping comes out. Anyway, enough iPhones, enough new consoles, we have briefs.
0: Briefs? Well,
1: yes, briefs. Okay. Um Metaverse Launcher is launching for Switch this week. It came out on Thursday, priced at fourteen ninety nine. It is an action roguelike dungeon crawler with five heroes who band together to save the Metaverse and include
0: Save the Metaverse solo,
1: solo and co op modes. Sound interesting. Um, we got Shinmu three arriving on Steam next week. Uh I I, I not sure because I always thought that Yakuza was kind of like the good Shinmu. It is. Yeah.
3: It took the idea and made it good.
1: <laughs> but if you're still hanging on to the hope that Shinmu 3 will be good, you can play it on Steam now. It had a year long exclusivity period on the Xbox Gaming Store. Um. Steam release comes out on November nineteenth, twenty twenty, and there are three pieces of DLC available. If you care, we've got a two D action RPG, Lost Epic, announced. This is by developer Team Earth Wars and publisher One or Eight. It is a two D side-scrolling action RPG expected to launch for PC via Steam in twenty twenty one. It has a very vanilla wear look.
3: Yeah, a very gorgeous uh, cut or a trailer that's worth like taking a look at. I have no clue if the game's any good or not, but it looks gorgeous.
1: I've, did you get the Venomware Wear vibe, too?
3: Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it.
1: Yeah. Um, Way of the Wrath Kickstarter campaign launching in February Uh, Developer Animal announced that it will be having a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign For its upcoming turn-based RPG That's currently planned to begin on February 1st, 2021 It sees players creating a character and taking command of a group of soldiers Attempting to hold a fort in the face of enemy assaults
3: Did we mention it's a slow news week If we're uh, announcing an announcement of the Kickstarter?
1: Yeah (laughs) Wow Yeah. It's almost like
0: consoles came out.
1: A little bit of a snow lose week. Um, Unexplored 2 gets a closed beta that is...
3: It remains Unexplored?
1: Yeah, that is happening on the Epic Games Store. You can sign up on the news article. Roguelite Action RPG. Uh, Yeah. Someone let J.C. know. (laughs) That's that game. Uh, Exit the Gungeon came out on PS4 and Xbox One. This is the follow-up to Enter the Gungeon oh, while you're exiting the Gungeon. I played a little bit of Enter the Gungeon, and I liked it, but then it kicked my ass, and then I hated it.
0: <laughs> it's called a roguelike, Kelly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, my problem with Enter the Gungeon was that it felt like you couldn't make any progress unless you got good, which I know is roguelike but good. I kind of like... Get good! I like having that little bit of stupid player not stupid player, unskilled player c- to help compensate for that. You know what I'm talking about where it kind of gives you a little bit of an edge so that yeah. you're slowing like, uh,
0: you some- Yeah, like Hades's god mode. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. You want some didn't progression
3: even in your roguelike.
1: Yeah. 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 And this didn't have that at all, and I was getting very frustrated, but I, I digress. That's for another day. You got more Rune Factory characters revealed. Um, Simone, Terry, Hina, and Julian. Simone is the town's mayor. Terry is a detective. Hina is a beast girl, and Lucy is—I'm oh, sorry, Julian is Lucy's younger brother. This is for uh, Bokuo Montegardi, the Bokuo Montegardi spin-off series.
3: Mm-hmm. Bokujo. Uh,
1: Bokujo. My bad. Um, we also got Atelier Riza new image in details.
0: New images, woo! New yes. screenshots from Atelier Riza 2. That's the news we're doing this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't put I don't I put know. the we, new we stories do I
0: news stories there. I know we always do images. But...
4: I've, I've got uh, one more thing. Oh, oh! Dummies that crossed my no, path,
0: but we, uh, we, we pet, hey hey, we've got the most important story of the week up next. <laughs> All right, Fallout
1: 76 Steel Dawn update dated.
0: They've got a the date news. for a new update for Fallout 76, everyone.
1: The, the news here is that people oh. are still playing that.
4: <laughs> it.
3: People still care about it?
0: People have always cared about it. Um, <laughs> well,
3: I'm not one of the people. That's all. this exists, like uh, EA has forgotten that Anthem exists.
0: Uh, well, I mean, the EA had to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, um, one more
4: break. I
2: own this.
3: This. Um,
4: Either a couple of days ago, it looks like. Uh, major update to Ninth Dawn 3 uh, now has a hard mode and permadeath.
0: What's Ninth Dawn 3?
4: An RPG that we cover? The sequel to Ninth,
2: ninth Dawn 2. <laughs> ninth Dawn 2 or Eighth Dawn? The ninth, third sequel uh, ninth to Dawn Eighth Dawn. Two and ninth
4: ninth <laughs> Dawn. Um, Jace, J- it's, I know it's games JC really loves. Um, in fact, some of the big people on the discord um what kind of game is the it? RPGers oh, the really CRPG. like it okay. uh it is an rpg so we cover we've covered is this it an indie
0: like uh is this an is indie builder's really gate like old school computer rpgs mm-hmm.
1: i didn't even get a chance well, to finish not. the fallout the fallout story
0: i know pascal it, you it? have this game are you excited for fallout 76 steel dawn <laughs> update sure <laughs> why well, not it's
1: it's going to have the return of the Brotherhood of Steel, which I'm told is like a big deal in the Fallout universe.
0: They are a faction that exists in the Fallout universe that is in all the games, yes.
1: Okay. I'll, all I know <laughs> about Brotherhood of Steel is that it's a faction and that it had a console game that people didn't like.
0: Oh, the tactics game?
1: Yeah. Mm. No, no, not the tactics thing. I think it was Oh, yeah, Android you're right.
0: Yeah, no, yes, you are correct. There is a bad... Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And this is gonna come out undisciplined. people like
2: tactics. that's right, so I have this because one time I got to pick a free game, and there was literally nothing I wanted. like there was nothing <laughs> I could think of, and so i th- and I thought you it still found a way to choose wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it would be really funny to to get this to see how awful it was uh-huh and huh what? was it funny? I've never played it, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm just trying um, to justify why that's I probably have. probably the only but way to win, man. I probably well, you know, glitch- if I ever play it, I'll review it because I I figure at this point, like it's got to be at least what like maybe okay because they've had years to patch out any bugs.
3: Be very careful about making that assumption.
2: I <laughs>
0: I don't know that that's a valid statement, Pascal. By
2: the
4: way, apparently I, GlitchCon is going on.
0: What's GlitchCon? I have no
4: idea. It's
1: Con, a I, isn't what? It Anna TwitchCon but online.
0: It's yeah. TwitchCon but online. Okay.
1: okay $1, um, $1, 000,
4: 000 so we may see some weird stuff. Coming they donated a million
0: dollars to Able Gamers. Apparently, go GlitchCon.
1: I mean, I do have a friend that plays Fallout seventy six every day, and I guess she's kind of enjoys base building and stuff. So, hey, as more as I've heard, <sighs> every turd has its fly.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you're insulting the game Or your friend <laughs>
4: uh, Every a, turn a, a friend has its fly that That's a
1: saying down there
4: Okay uh, it, it is a saying I've heard it before But Wait. usually there's more than one fly yeah, on You know
0: what fire. it is now it's the freaking title
4: <laughs> Alright
0: What's coming out this week Um Let's see, looks like we got Outer Worlds on um, PC, maybe? Um, oh, we got somebody pre-selected these. Moonlighter on iOS, Star Renegades on Xbox One and Switch, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity on the Switch is this week? Already? Yeah. yeah, Already? Wow.
1: It's on my Christmas list. Hannah,
3: are you getting Hyrule Warriors?
0: Yes. Yes, she's getting Hyrule Warriors.
3: I think Star Renegades is on Game Pass, at least on the console.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see. Bubble Bobble for Friends. <laughs> the the Sorry. Baron is back on PS4. That's that's a big one, right? I don't know. I can't find any info. On, I've been looking at this while we've been talking. Like, what is it? Is it like a, a co-op, uh, an online co-op Bubble Bobble? It's going to be terrible, isn't it?
1: They're dinosaurs Probably. again.
0: Why are they dinosaurs again? Okay, whatever. I shouldn't look at this too closely. There's a lore of Bubble Bobble, and they're not following it. I don't understand. Okay, um, let's see. Mortal Kombat 11. All, no, that's no. We don't cover that. Katamari Damacy reroll on PS4 and Xbox One. Nah. And World <laughs> Warcraft. Oh wait, is that not next week? That's the week yeah, after. Yeah, that's okay. not.
1: That it should be. That's a big deal.
0: It's the it's the next week, Kelly.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh why. right. Yeah.
0: It's one week huh. ahead.
1: One, I want to play Shadowlands, and two, my timing is so off because I took, I'm took i taking next Friday off for some stuff, and, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my per- personal timeline is skewed.
0: Yeah, it's alright. Okay. Now, let's see. So, those are the games coming out this week. What are y'all going to play? Pascal?
2: Um... Uh
0: paper mario okay which one origami origami king
4: okay kelly
1: more trails more wow.
4: trails and wow robert uh definitely wow and i have no idea because
3: work has just been so crazy josh balancing trails and yakuza all right. I'll just be playing. By the way, we
4: need a question of the week.
3: Oh yeah,
0: we didn't do that again.
1: Well, I, well, I thought that I said, um, "Did you manage to pick up a new console? What games did you get?" Yeah, tell us about.
0: Since we couldn't get a console, maybe you could tell us about it because we'd like to know. <laughs> Honestly, if, if you, <laughs> what is that like? Yeah, what's that like?
1: <laughs> if if we you want to get, get a precarious three through, through you. <laughs> If you didn't get a new console, could you try to get one? Did you
0: Yeah, do you have, have any interesting stories? Yeah, tell us about it.
1: Bad, bad experience if you're not planning to get one?
0: If you'd like to leave feedback or answer, uh, answers to that question, the best place to do it is right on rpgamer.com. Find the show post and put it in the comments for the post. You can also leave them in Twitter, Facebook, like if we post the question of the week during the course of the week. So watch out for that. Or you can email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. And then By we'll the
4: way, uh, go ahead. Apparently, my extra life um, donate is still on the on the Twitch. on the Twitch
0: thing. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to take that extension off, but whatever. They take. They're still taking donations. So if someone donates to yeah, you, that's no, all they, good. I mean, they
4: yeah. take donations all year. Yeah. so We could just post the one for RP Gamer as a whole and just leave it up all year. Oh, someone in the chats getting a PS Five on
0: November twenty seventh. Apparently.
4: Well, uh, that though, is high law. Cool.
0: Yeah. Go Hiloth. Go Hiloth. <laughs> All righty. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, if you want to catch it live, twitch.tv slash rpgamer, and then you can watch me watch cat TikToks live during the show. Um, if you'd like to leave a comment, of course, do it on the show thread. And uh, subscribe to us in your favorite podcast app. And it, it's free. All right.
4: And always, of course, welcome to stop by the Discord. Yes. Um, and yeah. our face And our Facebook group is... Kind of being active. Kind of. Kind
0: of. If you go yeah. to the RP Gamer site to get on the Discord, there's a little icon in the follow section, and I added the Discord icon, and it works. And so that'll get you there. Okay, that's all I got for you, everybody. Thanks for watching this week. Thanks for being on, Kelly and Josh and Robert and Pascal. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. And uh,
4: putting up with us.
0: And yeah, putting up with us,
4: and our tick and our TikTok videos, apparently.
0: I need to go figure yeah. out what piece of electronics I'm most upset about not having this Christmas season. Is it the PS5, the Xbox Series X, the new AMD processors, or new or one of the new video cards, whether it be AMD or Nvidia's? All of which are in short supply, and I will not be able to get one of. So.
4: Now, well, I, apparently the the Nvidia ones are having issues. Yeah, I'm gonna you go. You know what? Hmm.
1: I'm good not having electronics this Christmas. Okay. I'm I'm just happy I have food.
0: Okay. Well, while all these people are content, re- relatively well-mannered humans, I'm going to go and be bitter about not having unnecessary luxury products. So, until next week, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.